Okay. I think we're all ready. Oh, boy. <laughs> all right. Let's put on my, my happy spooky month face. Let's just spooky month it. Here we go. Three, two, one. Yeah. Yeah. It's time. The time is upon us, Ken. Can't wait. It, it's finally here. All of our listeners have been waiting all year for this. And I think everyone knows what that opening theme song means. It's spooky month, people. Wow. Wow. Oh, right. I'm supposed to do a... Hey, welcome to the Overtalking Podcast. There he is. With your hosts, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. (laughs) (laughs) Joe's one at random. (laughs) Don't know what any of these do. Yep. Some are worse than others. That's probably the best. Um, This is the show where we talk over horror movies for this month. That's it. Just horror movies. Um, As chosen by our guests. And this week we watched Midnight Meat Train. Not just Midnight Meat Train, the Midnight Meat Train. The one oh, and sorry. only. The Midnight Meat Train. That's right. Yes, can't get it confused with the other ones. No. I would love to see a sequel with this, with Bradley Cooper still in it. Oh, yeah. I can't believe Bradley Cooper was in this. Hold on. Let, should we just bring our guests in right away? Please. All right. This week, we have returning guest Carissa back. Hi. Kicking off Spooky Month. Hi, welcome back. Oh, hi. Thank you. I am so excited to be here for Spooky Month. I've been waiting for this month all year, specifically so that I could be on this podcast reviewing a horror movie for now the second time against CJ's will. I'm happy to be here. (laughs) You know, this one, not so bad. This one was fine. Not that spooky. Um, I think you're getting um, ahead of yourself, CJ. Um, yeah. We're not to the ratings part of this show yet, so just hold Fair your enough. horses. Um, I know you're excited. I love. I know you love horror movies, but I just need you to calm down for one second. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, CJ, we've established that you've been also looking forward to this month all year, right? Yeah, definitely. This is my favorite. I love horror movies. They're kind of my thing. Uh, I talk about them a lot. They're kind of a part of my personality now. Um, I usually go to movie marathons and stay up all night watching movies, and it's very fun. Yeah, and as as me, uh, I hate horror movies, and I just go to punk shows only. So <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, CJ, your caricature is a little bit insulting because horror movies are my whole personality. This is my <laughs> only interest. I won't shut up about them. And actually, the reason I'm here to open Spooky Month with you all is because Ken tasked me earlier this year with choosing my very favorite bad horror movie um, that I've watched this year. And so I had a long list to choose from, and we landed on, of course, The Midnight Meat Train. Yeah. Before we dive into Midnight Meat Train, I'm very curious, what else was on your list for bad horror movies? Oh, wow. Wow. So um, for those of you who um, are unaware... I have taken on the task of watching as many bad horror movies as I possibly could this year for a couple of reasons. Number one, um, I listen to a lot of podcasts that talk about horror movies specifically, and uh, other resident horror movie fan Ken and I um, sometimes share notes. But really the reason why I've been watching so many bad horror movies is because my capacity for anything sad or even happy uh, during this 
these unprecedented times has mm-hmm. just really <laughs> decreased. I can yeah. only watch schlock and there are a lot of there are a lot that I've watched. Most recently, we've been watching all of shark or all of the shark tangential horror movies, so things like Piranha, things uh. like um all of the um Jaws movies, of course. We watched uh, Deep Blue Sea. We watched Open Water. And nice. those are top of mind because those are the most recent. Um, I'm waiting to hear also, the best franchise. It wasn't listed there. Um, Sharknado. Sharknado? <laughs> Okay, well, we didn't watch any of the Sharknados this year, but I did watch The Meg starring Rain Wilson. Very bad. Wouldn't recommend. Not good. (laughs) Figures, yeah. Um, But some other good ones. Yeah, huge (laughs) letdown in the theater and in my heart. Um, (laughs) But some other ones that we've watched this year include um, The Fly. I watched The Fly, Cronenberg, for the first time. It was excellent. Um, Very, very good. Um, and then there were some other really bad ones like Motel Hell. Or was it Hotel Hell? No, it was Motel Hell. It's Mot- um, Motel Hell, yeah. Motel Hell. Uh, just in case we happen to someday review that on this podcast, I won't spoil it, but also ranks That's up not, there in though, right? the best. <laughs> don't yeah, do don't that. watch it. <laughs> I would not I recommend. I haven't seen it yet, so that, oh! would, that would work. Yeah. Okay, well, I won't spoil it for you, Ken, but that was another one that was like really high on my list to bring to you guys uh, this month because just it's just... It's a masterpiece in schlock. Um, also... Ob- objectively bad, but fun to watch. There's like, Isn't there something like... Mo motel, like there's the same word. Like you think Mo-tel. they come up with some combination, like <laughs> yeah, it's not very hotel, H O T H E L L, yeah, <laughs> hotel. You say it fast, so it sounds that. like hotel, but it's hotel. Yeah, hotel. Yeah, yeah. Motel. Hire motel. me. Why aren't I in that writers' room? Come on, guys, <laughs> step it up, Hollywood. But no, this movie is actually one that I have been dying to rewatch. And we finally, Eric and I finally rewatched it. He had never seen it or heard of it. Like I think most of us have probably never seen of or heard of it. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. Objectively bad, but that was the assignment. Yeah. So I'm excited no, about I that. No, I think you nailed the assignment. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, actually, Please. I think this was yeah. higher quality than I was expecting. Really? But- okay. But, uh, I mean, definitely, you know, worth watching, I think. Yeah. But we'll we'll get to that in a second. um, Yeah. Because we need to take a quick break because we're going to talk about Midnight Meet. Sorry, the Midnight Meet. Thank you. Coming up on the Our Talking Podcast. It began with a photograph. A single act. Of unthinkable evil. These represent missing people for the last three years. The only way to make it stop... I followed them into the subway. He butchers them like cattle. <laughs> they never find the remains because he unloads the meat somewhere. Is to go for the ride. And we're back on the Over Talking Podcast. Here once again by returning guest Chris, and we're talking about the Midnight Meat Train. The only exposure I had to Midnight Meat Train, before we get to the explanation, is... This was shown at a music box of horrors that Danny, friend of the pod, Danny, covered on his podcast the oh, one wow. year that they recorded at the music box of horrors. Oh, cool! Um, so I don't know that was, that was the only thing I knew about this um, was that it was shown there in two thousand and eight. But uh, yeah, anyway, Carissa, we're gonna put thirty seconds on the clock for you to describe for someone who's never heard or seen a Midnight Me Train what it's all about. Ready, go. 
The Midnight Me Train, not a porn, um, <laughs> although it sounds like one. Um, we have Bradley Cooper. He is a documentary photographer. He is trying to document his one true love, the city. He uh, tries to follow. Uh, Ten seconds. This uh, uh, he follows a mysterious character and right. discovers a Four. very sad uh, and scary Three. truth about the city. Uh, the end. Nice. Wow, that was a spoiler-free <laughs> I was trying so hard. I was trying so <laughs> hard. It's I. I almost said the word the word butcher, and then I was like, no, no, we're not there yet. We have to wait. Um, but yeah, I. But God, then this did, movie. So. But then I just did because we're gonna get to it. We'll get to we it. Have to of course, the it's like a point. big part of it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to the ending eventually. But I think it's okay to to at least explain. Like, yeah, there's a there's a mid, there's a meat train that runs at midnight. Um, yeah, and also yeah. real quick because I know everybody's wondering, hilarity does not ensue. Hilarity no. does not ensue. Although there are some parts where I laughed out loud, um, <laughs> but not with it. Yeah, at, at it, it yeah. for sure. At it, mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah. It's not supposed to be funny. No, but <laughs> no, some of the people. It's a very dark movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, some of the people getting brutally murdered on the train were kind of funny. <laughs> yes, and yeah. I honestly, there are so there are some parts of this movie that I actually felt were underdeveloped or underexplained. And so I'm excited to talk to you guys about some of the loose ends that I think were left untied. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, uh, in hilarity does not, uh, the hilarity, there's no, there's no hilarity yeah. ever. And Krista, no. you gr- brought up a fantastic point. I, I think you <laughs> would agree in me saying that it's almost as if New York city is a character of the movie. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's right, folks. Rewind that. You're going to want to re-listen to that part. It's a character in the movie. If you look at the movie poster for this, New York City's right up there. The big it's apple. Top-billed yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. Very original. No one's ever done anything like this before. Uh-huh. We've never personified the city. This is this is great new stuff. Love it. And definitely, uh, I thought, CJ, what I thought you were going to say was that it does, in fact, sound like a pornographic film. <laughs> and yeah. I am curious about that decision. As an expert, one might say, in communication, um, I... I look at this title and I think, hmm, no wonder it flopped at the box office because everyone thought that this was going to be a porn. And (laughs) the Midnight Meat Train, I just, I don't understand. I don't understand how it got through however many levels of approval that it must have gone through. I just, yeah. I will say though, if it looks like a porn, porn with Bradley Cooper. So I think a decent amount of people are probably still interested. You know, yeah, you're not I'm wrong. Hoping that something is shown later on in the film, but we we do came. see him without a shirt. Pretty, we do. But his chest oh, is yeah. kind of fucked up, so it's not yeah. as great as he would have wanted. Yeah, all of the topless scenes in this movie leave a lot to be desired. Yeah. I think <laughs> uh, pretty not pretty nasty. I was gonna say gnarly and nasty, which came out as nasty. Love it. Um, pretty nasty. Oh, that works. Yeah. 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 You've got. Uh, I would have loved to see Vinnie Jones, the butcher. With it, like in a mm-hmm. fight scene, you know, clothes are mm-hmm. coming off. That would have made it more yeah. entertaining, I think. Yeah, he looked hunky too, but yeah. we don't hear much from him. Um, He's kind of like we'll find out why later. typecast as that kind of dude, right? He's been in like yeah. Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels and stuff. Yeah, he's usually the the silent but deadly 
trying to get which he he had yeah, what, one fitting. word line in this entire he movie had one, one, line. One, yeah. one word one line. Yeah. Yeah. yeah one word i am so surprised ken that you'd never seen this yeah that's yeah. i know we're talking first i had seen this before and ken had yeah. not yeah, that's I don't know how that's possible. That I is don't crazy. Either. I need to know, CJ, how did you see this? Where I, did you see this? Why did you I, watch this? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't remember. I just know I've seen this before because I was I knew the ending. I was just like, just get to the I just want to see the ending again. I don't care about oh. all this beginning huh. part. Yeah, that's I have no so idea bizarre. why or with who or where or when, but yeah, I have seen this before. I remember the ending. That oh, is wow. crazy to me. My the, my introduction to this movie was in college. Um, I was in college uh, just so that everyone knows how uh, much older or younger I am than Ken and CJ. Uh, I was in college in 2011 to 2015. Brag. And so I we I lived in like a dorm that had a um, like a commun- like communal living space and we actually used it. And what's funny is that we had a huge TV in this in this common living area, and we would put porn on the TV so that when the RAs doing their rounds came around, we would all just be sitting there casually watching, um, which was very funny. But then we also would watch horror movies, and so one yeah. of them was The Midnight Meat Train. And that perfect. Blend. I just remember, yes, I just remember being so stoked about this movie and then but then i hadn't seen it since and so i've been talking about the midnight meat train with eric for years and he's like well we need to finally watch it it is better than i remember in some ways and less good than i remember in other ways um Hmm. is it time for us to start getting into details because i cannot i cannot hold spoilers in any longer yeah yeah spoiler spoiler alert right now if you want to yeah. go watch the midnight meat train and you haven't already <laughs> i guess now's your chance but uh yeah all right yeah. go for it i just i cannot get over this butcher versus butcher fight so so the so bradley bradley cooper's character don't know his name doesn't matter Bradley Cooper's character becomes obsessed with this butcher that he's following around, thinking that he is some sort of serial murderer or whatever. And he is, and he's right, and because he's of correct. course. Yeah. And he's yeah. correct. And somehow he figured that out all on his own. But then <laughs> with some <laughs> pins butcher, and maps on his wall, he yeah. figured oh, yeah. 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 And like totally really good. freaking out his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, he is losing his mind. It's very this movie is very early to mid two thousands in that it's just very heterosexual. <laughs> yes. It's uh, 2008. Yeah. It's it's yeah. a lot of masculinity happening in this movie. We, yes. Speaking of like the, the the porn title, did you get the awkward sex scene? Just so not necessary and so nope. weird. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, why oh, am yeah. I? Wh-? Nope. That's actually, Krista, before we started recording, you asked if I fast forwarded through any part of the movie. I fast forwarded <laughs> through that part of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think part of it is that, or what they're trying to do is like, he's, it's that, it's that classic thing where the, the protagonist becomes the antagonist and, and they have to like mirror each other. Right. And so he's like really becoming the butcher, but then Mm -hmm. he starts being like abusive to his girlfriend and like very, very violent for yeah. no reason. Yeah. And so it. I could do without that. That that can we can leave that in two thousand eight. All like So two thousand late. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much. But yeah, the, I just I cannot wait to talk to you two about this butcher versus butcher 
fight at the end because Bradley Cooper becomes the butcher. He suits up in his like chain mail mm-hmm. and he like fills his pockets full of knives. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he has hand to hand combat with the man that he's been stalking. Yeah. Um, this, this yeah. giant man, uh, the actor Vinny Jones, uh, who <laughs> Bradley Cooper's character at this point is confirmed. Oh, this guy is straight up a serial killer, but nah, I could right. probably take him. I could take that guy. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> the guy who's no like been practicing murdering people, beating them to death. He's like, nah, I got it. I got my little suit yeah. on. It'll be fine. I'm a I, photographer. I, I can do it. Yeah. Like even before that, way before that, when he's like, photographing him on the train as he's cutting open these people mm-hmm. he like he starts hi- by hiding from him mm-hmm. and then eventually just stands there as the dude looks right <laughs> at him yeah and is like oh fuck oh yeah okay I need to <laughs> now i gotta run away um, i don't know yeah totally wasn't clicking with him that yeah you need to like be very afraid of this dude yeah yes know. And then we find out that the train conductor is also, or is that, I've never ridden the subway. The subway is is a mystery to me, so I called him the train conductor. Yeah, I think that's right. That's probably, yeah, or like operator or something, yeah. Okay, 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 sick. The, the train conductor, he is in on it, and then we find out that the detective is in on it, and so that creates some suspense that, and some questions. That was one thing mm-hmm. I noticed during the rewatch that I don't think I knew the first time around was that what what sort of tips Bradley Cooper off to the butcher being a potential murderer is he takes a photo and notices this ring on his finger, which is mm-hmm. this unique symbol. And the second time during the rewatch, I noticed the detective has a necklace of the yes. same symbol. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's supposed That's, to give us yes. a hint at, and like... I, I didn't remember that either. Yeah. And Eric was like, oh my gosh, is that the same symbol as the ring? And of course, me being the know-it-all that I am, I was like, no, I would have remembered that. <laughs> but it for sure was. And um, yeah, can we talk, or is it too spoily? Can we talk about how and why everyone's in on it? Because these this now we're getting to the point where I feel like there are a lot of loose ends yeah. And a lot of unexplained things that I'm yeah. that I'm confused about. I would say most yeah, of it is unexplained. It. They do not do a, a lot good of job. It is unexplained. <laughs> yeah. So w- one thing yeah. that is is even a little separate from the conspiracy, which you're probably going to talk about, but the fact that Vinnie Jones, when he is shirtless, he has these like tentacle sucker mark things yeah. that he has to like shave off because they keep growing. I'm assuming. Yeah. Oh, and then he keeps so them nasty. in little jars in his medicine cabinet. Mm-hmm. That was really gross, and that's not explained at all. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> don't no get to know why or what that is nope. or why it, it seems yeah. like he's dying. I, nope. I assumed it had to do with like these. I don't even know what to call them, monsters that like cut you. I wonder if you get like infected with something. So yeah. I so one thing that we didn't touch on before, but this movie is actually based on a Clive Barker novella. Yes, um, from the Books of Blood, uh, Volume One. But uh, yeah, so I, I, as I was doing trivia, I looked up that, yeah, this, that's in the book too. And it's supposed to kind of show that his body is deteriorating and that he can no longer be the butcher. Okay. Um, so that's supposed to be what you're supposed to take away from that. But I mean, that's kind of a, a jump for a viewer. I feel yeah, like. clearly did not See, take that away. No, yeah. what I, what I put together or what I thought I had put together was that, okay, so big reveal at the end they're actually butchering all these people because there are these cannibals that are 
yeah, underground these, like, and black freaky mm-hmm. zombie somewhat looking they have to, yeah. yeah they have to provide them with meat uh-huh. yeah <laughs> Un- unclear <laughs> no explanation no explanation for why they need human meat no ex- just right we just get nothing so we mm-hmm. get one small glimpse of these monstrous cannibals and i thought that maybe the butcher himself was also a cannibal and then he was having like weird physiological reactions to eating human meat Mm. because i feel like in my vast knowledge of cannibals um (laughs) that uh there has to be some sort of weird thing that happens to you if you're eating human meat right you would think i don't know let's find out yeah, let's find we'll out. Circle back yeah, next let's week. Find out. But like, yeah. there's no. We still get nothing. All we get is yeah. there are these monsters, and we have to keep feeding them. And now the butcher he can no longer do the job because he's he has these weird warts growing on him, and he's he's slipping. And so now somehow Bradley Cooper has to become the new butcher. Yeah, the train conductor Why? sort of like assigns him with this new role after they fight it out, and was like, "Well, I guess you're taking over now." And that, yeah. this is something I wanted to bring up. So then the the end of the movie is we see Bradley Cooper walking through the same steps the butcher did to like tying his tie, fixing his suit. But I love that in order to have this role to murder people and feed these cannibalistic monsters, you have to have the same haircut. You have yeah, to. You have to. <laughs> you got to have, have the same haircut. A, a high and tight it's slick too- back haircut. <laughs> It's too fly not to also have it. Yeah. Yes. I love that that yes. was an important detail. It's like, you have to be exactly the same. You can't have different hair. Yeah. Do you think that was like, do you think that like came down from up high or did he just see the previous butcher and was like, actually, that looks pretty good. Yeah. I bet I'd look good like that. <laughs> oh, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh. yeah. And I was confused. Why do they have to rip his tongue out? They like, they rip out Bradley Cooper's tongue. Yeah. Yeah. Unclear. Also unclear why Bradley Cooper just doesn't go to some other police like precinct. Right. I, I mean, what were the odds that he ended up with the one bad cop? Yeah. Out of everyone, and yeah, he yeah. totally could have just after realizing they're like, oh yeah, she's in on it. Find yeah. literally anyone else because it can't be that yeah. many people. Yeah. Or just like drive to the next town over and be like, hey, this other town is like right. fucked up. I got to get out of there. Like, yeah. help me. Yeah, when, he, when he does that, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, New York. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Uh, yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> yeah. There's all those people walking there. Yeah. Oh, man. But, but what we haven't really gotten to yet is just how stupid this movie is. <laughs> because I chose it for a reason um, as the worst, the best worst that I've seen this year. Because it's objectively very bad. The butcher's name is Mahogany. One, mm-hmm. just first name, no last name. His name is Mahogany. So weird. Confused. The other guy's name is Jurgis. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> His friend's name is Jurgis. And at one point, Jurgis gets like kidnapped. And they're like, we got to find Jurgis. And we were just cracking up at Jurgis, that stupid name. And that poor guy, also- too. <laughs> like didn't want to be involved in any of this and ends up being yeah. brutally murdered yeah and my favorite line from the whole film was when right when we're turning into act three and someone asks bradley cooper like where are you going and he turns to camera and he says i've got a train to catch <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <get laughs> <a bad. laughs> that was my favorite line so good 
Yeah, does it? Yeah. He like Maybe things are ramping up. Then yeah, yeah. Walks mm-hmm. away so from good. somebody and stops like in his oh, God, yes. the best. Mwah. I, lo- oh. I loved it. I know you think that was bad, but I really enjoyed that. <laughs> no, I loved it too. I loved it too. Yeah. And like, there's there's a difference between a good bad horror movie and a bad good horror movie. And yeah. this one, it's hard to tell. It's it. It dips in and out of those two categories, I think. But for the most part, it's a very good, bad horror movie. It's objectively bad, but I enjoyed watching it very much. I'm curious, CJ, did you find this scary at all? Um, Not really, no. Because uh, there really aren't any jump scares either. Right, yeah. Right. And I don't mind gore i usually laugh at those parts <laughs> because i think there is a lot of a yeah. lot of cgi gore in this movie <laughs> yeah god yeah talk about early 2000s this movie Ugh. falls prey to the same kind of thing that other movies during this time were falling prey to which is the idea that more cgi is better right so like right. i kept i kept thinking about fight club if you're familiar with fight club and you know how how heavy they're leaning into the cgi in like the fight scenes in fight club that's the that's exactly what's happening in this movie at one point someone gets hit in the back of the head with a meat cleaver both of their eyeballs pop out yeah go in slow motion we see it all go check our instagram it's ken's picture (laughs) there's some eyeballs popping out i'll plug it now whatever we're talking about it's all cgi it sucks they could have like easily done practical for like especially a lot of the blood stuff too yes that all could have been practical but nope yeah yeah i agree especially having just watched in cronenberg's an unfair thing to compare any movie to but having just watched the fly with all of those practical effects Mm, and oh it's so gross like i i'm not someone who's really yeah, I'm not someone who is really grossed out by gross out things. Um, but like when I was watching The Fly, I had to look away at some point yeah. because it was so nasty. And this movie, you just don't get the same, you just don't get the same effect with the CGI. But it is laughable now in 2021 watching the CGI from 2008 and being like, Oh, at the time, this was like it. This was like the thing that we wanted in this kind of movie. And now it's laughable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the other one that was really unrealistic was when the person got hit with the meat cleaver and their head just came clean off. Yeah, that's always... Not not sure uh, that you can do that with a meat cleaver. Always so funny to me when a a whole head comes off of a body. Uh I crack up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm happy, CJ, to hear that you weren't frightened by this movie because that gives me hope that there are a lot of horror movies that you could watch and enjoy. Because he, he's been yeah. through quite a few, I think, at this point. Where yeah. yeah, I think we know, I think we know the lines. It's like as long as there's not a ton of jump scares, mm-hmm. you're usually fine, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I loved the thing. Great movie. Oh yeah, Cabin in the Woods. Your your pick that you, that was amazing. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, I'm getting there oh. slowly but surely. Yeah. becoming less yeah. of a little coward boy. We'll get there. <laughs> well, yeah. I have now we need to see see this is like a this is a good bad horror movie. Now next I need to introduce you to a good good horror movie without mm-hmm. jump scares. Someday, okay. someday I'll I'll pick one that's like my top tier like horror genre. We're thinking like A24 yeah. um really just psychologically terrifying 
Someday. And you know I'm watching that on a Sunday at 1 p.m. with all the lights on. With all the lights on, baby. <laughs> the, the way it was meant to be. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And the, the glare on the screen, you won't even be able to see anything. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. My ideal is <laughs> so dark already. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I think I think it's time to do a little bit of... Uh... <laughs> yep, that's the one. That's definitely the one. Thank you. Uh, that scream means it's time for trivia. We're going to pit our guests and CJ head to head to see who knows the most about what we watched. Chris and CJ, are you two ready? I've never been more ready. Ready. All right. First question, true or false? Midnight Meat Train was released in theaters in 3D. Oh, that would make some of those scenes more sense of like why they wanted the eyes to pop out. I'll say true. I'm going to say false, although I think that if it is... I think if they didn't, they really dropped the ball, and they should have. Uh, they didn't. Yeah, no, it's false. Dang. Um, Dang. I don't know why, because yeah, a lot of the a lot of the stuff was right at the screen. Like they it seemed was, like, yeah, it was like it was made meant for three D. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They, in in fact, like CJ said, that would explain so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like all of those it really scenes would. would make yeah. more sense. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you would do that in CG, like yeah. if it's three D. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, nope, but, but nope, instead it just it. <laughs> yeah, instead it's just like shitty cgi <laughs> yep. yeah, yeah. no big deal whatever it's fine yeah all right uh, first point goes to carissa second one is true or false also this movie was released in first run theaters for a full theatrical release i'm gonna say mm. no because i never heard of this movie until i randomly saw it at it on that tv out of my control yeah that's a good point okay but because you went false last time, I'm also going to go false. <laughs> Great. So CJ needs to answer first from now on. Uh, yeah, false <laughs> is correct. Yes. Um, it only yeah. went to a hundred like second run theaters. Wow. Um, okay. Which apparently that music also boxes explains one, a lot. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. it went directly to DVD in all of the regions after that. Yeah. Um, and that would explain Ken why you never saw it or heard. Or had you heard of it? Uh, other than oh, that yes, one other exposure, but okay. no, like uh, it doesn't come up that often in like horror circles for whatever reason. Never, never. Um, I don't know. All right. Next question. True or false in Silver Linings Playbook, also starring Bradley Cooper, Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence walk by a theater showing the Midnight Meat Train. Oh, dang. That'd be that super cool. That has to cool, be false. But... That has to be false because I have seen that movie so many times and I think I would have noticed that. And and if I didn't notice it, I am so disappointed in myself. Uh, I'll say false again. CJ, that's actually, that's you can't just true. keep copying me. <gasps> oh, I'm so mad at myself. I yeah, I won't that's true. say I won't say that Silver Linings Playbook is good, but I have seen it upwards of ten times um, because why not? Um, mm -hmm. I cannot believe I've never noticed that. That's very funny. Yeah, that that's pretty funny. crazy. I thought you were going to ask what book is Bradley Cooper reading in that movie, which I do know is A Farewell to Arms. Oh, okay. That's my trivia knowledge about Silver Linings Playbook, and that's the only thing I remember about that movie, apparently. F uh, random fun horror trivia fact while we're on the topic. Um, in Evil Dead 2, when he chops off his hand and mm -hmm. puts it under a bucket, and he puts a book on top of it. The book is A Farewell to Arms. No it's way. It's like a joke because he just That's chopped funny. off his... Yeah. That's very that. good. 
I yeah. love that so much. <laughs> in in Silver Linings Playbook, the reason it's so memorable to me is because he reads it and he finishes reading it. And then he tosses it out the window because he's so mad about how it ends. And I won't spoil it, even though literally it was written a hundred years ago. And if you haven't read it yet, that's on you. But um, I remember reading it in high school and having the same reaction. I wanted to toss it out the window. So that's why it stuck in my head. So a do not recommend, huh? Well, I reread it later and it's very good. Oh, okay, recommend. got it. <laughs> <laughs> but Ken, I have to admit, I've never seen The Evil Dead. Ooh. Oh, any of them? None of them. Oh, that's something that's got to be on your list then. I yeah. know, sure. I'll put it on my list, yeah. Enjoyed that one. Nice. That's a fun one. Oh, yeah, cool. we've done okay, one well, and two, I think, right? If it's CJ approved, I'll watch it. It's fun. All right, uh, next question. This one's a little more freeform. Uh, this is, like we mentioned before, this is an adaptation of an entry in Clive Barker's Books of Blood. Name another movie that was ad- adapted from a Clive Barker work. Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Wow. <laughs> okay, so Hellraiser is off the table. <laughs> now each of you have to say one more. One Hellraiser at a time. 2. I don't know. <laughs> that's the only one I knew. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think that's the only one uh, I knew as well. Yeah, that's the only one I know. And I was really uh, proud of myself for knowing it. CJ, oh, why did you have to know that too? <laughs> Sorry, I definitely I did some the most light Googling. One for sure. Some light Googling. Ken, enlighten us. Uh, what the easy one would also be Books of Blood was was made into a movie. Oh, okay. Never heard of it. And there's a bunch of others that I am also blanking on. But uh, yep, I don't know. That's what I would have gone with. Hellraiser. Yeah, that, that's tough. Yeah. No, I'm gonna, yeah, definitely. I'm going to give us both yeah. a point because we answered oh. it correctly. Amazing. Yeah, I okay. love that. And because none of this matters, so who cares? Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> no. The uh, next question. The train shown in this movie is a modified version of a train from what city's public transportation system? Ooh, I'm going to say Chicago, baby. I'm going to say New York. CJ gets the point. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a modified L car. I recognize yeah. those trains. That's yeah. very cool. As as I mentioned earlier, I've never read, ridden the subway. And even I just recently went on my first train ride in Chicago, like a co- recently, meaning a couple of years ago before COVID. I'd never yeah. been on a train before. I was and there. Wow. I yeah, remember. It was yeah. your first time. I feel I felt I felt so um scared. <laughs> there was like barely was anybody scary. on it. It was, it was fine. I, I was and I think <laughs> it was scary. If I remember it correctly, so we rode it for like three stops. I think it was three yeah, stops. We were right on there for like ten whole minutes. Yeah, um on the blue line. No. Well, I actually asked Eric while we were watching this, I, I asked him, Does the L ever go underground? And he said yes, and so I'm never riding the L ever again. <laughs> you, you were yeah, underground. You go- <laughs> yeah, I was? Yes. Oh, I must oh. have. I must have blacked out. I think. Mm, to be fair, though, it did start above ground and then go underground. Yeah, oh, okay. it goes. I it goes up and down. Yeah, I buried that. I buried that trauma. <laughs> so scared. So scared. <laughs> public, public, public transportation. So scary. <laughs> that means we're tied. You're tied. Oh. All right, we got a couple more. Oh, we got a couple boy. more. Okay. Okay. Great. Next question. One of the victims in this film is another notable horror icon. Who was it? Good luck. That's it? Just who was it? <laughs> who, who was it? Good luck. Um, can I guess the character and not the actor? Sure. Was it Jurgis? <laughs> I don't think I, so. You're right. I, this is fun to say. Although Jurgis, yeah. he does get killed, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, damn. Rip Jervis. Um, Jer- Jervis? Jurgis? Jurgis? Jurgis, you're right. Jurgis. I misspoke. Yeah, who, who was forgetting <laughs> name Jurgis? Jurgis. Remind so, me, because maybe that Jurgis was Jurgis was the friend. Jurgis was the friend that got kidnapped. And oh, then he, yeah. And he was hanging was, upside yeah. down on the meat hook, and he had that nasty vein in his head that was right. bulging out. Yeah, and they slid him open, and all his blood fell out. Yeah, and we saw his booty. That's right. Everybody's naked on the train. It is like a porn. We forgot about that part. Naked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but they only show butts. Yeah, you got butts to show only. butts. You got to. Uh, to get back to your question, Ken, I'm gonna guess the first, the model, the very first victim oh, that we encounter. That's a good guess. Hmm. Okay. I have no idea. Good, I'm not. Uh, Carissa okay. gets the yeah. point on this one. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, that's not right. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how you guys would have got it. It's actually the guy who got his eyes knocked out. That's <gasps> Ted Raimi, who's Sam Raimi's brother, who actually uh, plays some random bits in Evil Dead 2. Um, but, oh, my yeah, gosh. That's, that's who it is. Dang. That's very cool. I love when that kind of thing happens. I love when, just like in Cabin in the Woods, when we talked about uh, Sigourney Weaver making an appearance. Oh, yeah. I love mm. when you get little cameos uh, in horror movies from other horror actors. I'm obsessed. Uh, yeah. b- before we go to the next question, I have to point out, Ken, you wrote the question and you said, I have no idea how you guys would have gotten that. <laughs> you wrote it. <laughs> He's setting us up for failure. I, thought, I, I know Carissa likes horror movies. I was thinking maybe she would know it. But. I, that, you gave me so much credit and I really appreciate, I really appreciate it, Ken, but I've failed you. We've learned that's her downfall. Never seen the Evil yeah. Dead ones. Yeah, and also, yeah. I am bad with names. Oh, I yeah. couldn't tell you a single actor's name, ever. Never, ever. And also, I'm bad at faces. <laughs> Same. I'm bad at most things. All around a people person. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, second to last question. This is the second movie where Vinnie Jones remains silent until the final few minutes of the movie. In what other movie did he do that? The only other I movie I can name is Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, so I'm going to say that one. Okay. I don't know what that is, and I don't know any other movies that he's in, so I'm going to pass. Okay. Good. Yeah, this is another tough one. Uh, he was gone in 60 seconds, apparently. Oh. Whoa. I don't remember him okay. being in that. Is I don't he, remember that either. Is he like a bad actor? Why are we only giving him one line? I, I like him, I don't but know. he is very much yeah, like I typecast, know. I think. Yeah. He's imposing, so I, I don't think he needs to speak. I don't know. Yeah, I also that's true. Have I want to share some facts about him, but I'm wondering if it's maybe the last question, so I'm going to hold it. Cool. It's not. It. Go ahead. Okay. He was a pro footballer. Huh? No way. Yeah. Like football? Like, like, like England football. So cool. Like okay. Oh, wow. Oh, oh my okay. gosh. Do you wow. know what position he played? I would guess that he was a keeper. I don't. I know he was on a, a like a bunch of different teams, though, like Chelsea and uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to wow. look it up. What's his name? Vinny Jones. Vinnie Jones? Jones? Yeah. Let's see. Boy, bruv, is Vinnie Jones. <laughs> Got my oh kit my on. Got my kit on. That's good. D- is is Vinnie Jones here? <laughs> oh, he was a midfielder. I, wow. I, Props to him. That's, that's a lot of running. Yeah, mid, yeah that's wow, what I was going to yeah. say. Midfielders, like a center mid, runs like six miles average a game. He's, he's a thick and he's boy. A I'm big surprised. Man. Yeah. 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 That's why I guess that he was a goalie because he right. is a huge man. Yeah. 
Interesting. I love to I love to learn these things. Yeah. And we know that he can at least say one word. Right. Well that's done. right. <laughs> Even though it was like in blood and a little yeah. garbled. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Final question. What is the Rotten Tomatoes Tomatometer score in percentage closest without going of over? Course. Who's in the lead? It's tied still. <laughs> oh fuck. All right, just closest then. Uh okay. for those who don't know, this is a critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. I asked if there was another question. Of course it's this question. How did I not know that? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. CJ, you want to go first? Sure. Yeah. What? This seems like a pretty mediocre movie. Yeah. 61. Okay. I think that might even be a little bit generous. I'm going to go 49. Okay. You guys are not giving this movie enough credit. It got 73%. Wow. That surprises me. That surprises me. Dang. But you know what that means, Carissa. This, apparently. That probably means that the fans, viewers, hated it. I was going to say that I won. <laughs> I figured that we would have. I figured that we'd have one more chance. He said last to... question, so I took my chance. That was the last question. Yeah, <laughs> game yeah. over. No, what, do you, what do you guys think? What the audience was? The audience. I score? think. I think the audience score was much lower. I bet. I bet it was. I'm going to say 50 audience score. Okay. I wonder if this has like a bit of a cult following or not. It seems like a pretty campy, dumb movie that might. Oh, campy is a great word for this movie. Yeah. That's what, yeah. May, yeah. But 70, that's that seems high even for, no, nah, I'll say 70. Okay. Chrissy, you're right on. It was 50%. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. So we tied. Well, no, because the game is over, so we did. <laughs> well, that wasn't my actual question. So. Oh, yeah, well, that's okay. I'll let CJ win this time. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. All right. Well, I think it's time for ratings then. Ratings. Ratings. Chris, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate the Midnight Me Train for you? Okay. So I'm going to go back to my categorization system of good horror movies and bad horror movies. And this is definitely a bad horror movie but it's a good bad horror movie so to me it can't be higher than like a six um but i think i'm gonna give it a 5.9 Ooh, just cutting it under wow even a little bit Mm -hmm. lower Mm -hmm. it's 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 a good five nine okay yeah good solid five nine all right cj yeah, I'm I'm pretty inclined to agree with that. It, I didn't like hate it. I wasn't like, oh, that sucked. Like it kept my, you know, it was entertaining enough, kept my attention. Like, well, especially the second time around, I knew the the quote unquote like twist ending or whatever you want to call that, some bullshit ending. But I don't know, <laughs> people getting murdered, like a bit of mystery, somewhat entertaining. Like, yeah, five point five, I guess, some wow. somewhere around there. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty average and fine. I don't know. Yeah. That's exactly, that's exactly how I would describe this movie. Average and fine. I like, if I was at somebody's place and they had it on, I'd just kind of be like, oh, ha, this movie. But I wouldn't, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be like, please change it. I'd be like, okay, yeah, I'm down to watch like the last half hour of this again or something. Mm -hmm. Huh. Okay. Ken. I'm so excited to hear what Ken says. Yeah. I 100% disagree with you guys. I really enjoyed this movie. I don't you know. You like it? I oh, amazing. It. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. amazing. I, it had intrigue. It had mystery. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. had, you know, it didn't answer all the questions, which I actually kind of like. Uh-huh. Um, they, it would have been bad it, if they had, tried. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. They, they can only do a disservice if you try to explain 
the like lore and everything all the way right to a full detail. And so it's kind of left up to you like, oh yeah, what's going on with these like demon people or whatever the hell is under the city? Mm-hmm. Like that's really scary. And <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I really enjoyed it. I mean, there's definitely some detractors like it's, you know, definitely from 2008 and yes. the and gore so wasn't the best. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> and a yeah, I made that joke again. <laughs> yeah. But I thought it was really fun and I I would have a lot of fun watching it again. So 7.5. Wow. Oh, I love that. And Ken, yeah. I will agree with you. I think that I think that I would give it a different rating. In fact, I think that it deserves a different rating for like objective evaluation of the movie oh, yeah, and the yeah. experience watching it. I think that I would rate my experience watching it much higher, like way well, closer to way closer to a 7.5. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So because you, it, yeah. it's fun. It's fun to watch. Right. It's it, there's some really stupid parts. There's gore. There's intrigue. Yeah. The experience of watching it, I would give it a higher score. And I wonder too, Ken, if it's the novelty of never having seen it. Yeah, that's that what I was going to say. That, that's that putting your rating a little higher than ours yeah. because it definitely be is it. very fun. It's a very fun watch if you don't know what's going to happen. And I think that's why it stuck with me so much all all this time because my first time watching it, I was like, holy shit, this is insane. I can't believe this right. is happening. Yeah. And now a second watch, I was like, oh, this is kind of a shitty movie. But <laughs> yeah. like, my memory of it is so rosy. And, yeah. and I had so much fun watching it. This time too, I had so much fun watching it. Yeah, it's a it's a fine second watch. But yeah, it probably would be better if this had been my first time. Yeah. Yeah, but I Ken, totally I'm so that. I'm so thrilled that you liked it because when I heard yeah. that you had never seen it, I was like, "Oh no, I'm recommending a horror movie to Ken that he's never seen. What if he hates it? He'll never trust me." And I'm so glad that you enjoyed it. <laughs> I mean, we had already established it's like a good bad horror movie, so even if I yeah, didn't enjoy sure. it, it would have fit what we asked for anyway. Sure, so you're exactly. totally safe. But yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. I think it was a lot of fun. So thanks oh, for picking amazing. it. I finally, yeah. finally oh, got amazing. Oh, amazing. Yes, incredible. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad. I would, yeah, <laughs> I agree with fun. It's kind of a fun, mo- like, it's interesting enough. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. if you take a step back and realize what's happening, that two butchers are going into a fist fight. <laughs> yeah. I think that that's pretty fun. Yeah, that was yeah. entertaining. Well, Carissa, <laughs> thank you for joining us. I, I do have one question I think I want to ask all of our guests this year, but yes. what are your plans for Halloween, what are you going to be doing for the spooky? The hard hitting questions here at Overtalking. Yes, it's important. Wow, the listeners. This is a good question. Yeah, this is a good question because I haven't done really anything for Halloween the last few years because of COVID and everything. And I don't. I'm not like a big like Halloween decorator. I don't decorate my house for Halloween because right, I live in a an apartment that's not at the ground level. So we don't get trick or treaters. So I think that that also Mm -hmm. kind of dampens our Halloween experience. But I was actually thinking of going, uh, and I haven't told Eric this yet. I think that we should dress up as our new cats because we (laughs) just adopted two cute kittens and their names are Pearl and Melda. And I really want to go as Pearl for Halloween because she has kind of a haunted look about her. She, she looks kind of scary she has these eyes that kind of bulge out of her head. And I was like, that would be exactly, exactly. <laughs> and so I think I'm going to go as my new cat for Halloween. Um, but I make this joke every year around Halloween that I don't have to buy Halloween decorations because 
I have a lot of items from my childhood that are scary, so that are in storage in my home. So I just pull out all my childhood things, like my dolls and my music boxes, and Oof. that's spooky enough. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll uh, I'll send some picker pics of the decorations um, once I get them up. I, I right, can perfect. can confirm. I've seen some of these childhood items. They're very spooky. <laughs> I don't know why you still I'm have excited. them. They freak me out. Well, Ken, I don't know if you know this, but I my house was haunted growing up. So maybe I'll um, I'll save the haunted house stories for a later spooky episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm really excited for that. Yeah, next year yeah. then. Okay, cool. Yeah, amazing. All right. Well, thank you once again for joining us. Do you have anything you want to plug at the end here? Well, um, you can follow my new cats on Instagram at Pearl underscore and underscore Melda, M-E-L-D-A. They are sweet angels and I love them and they will bring joy to your life in the same way they've brought joy to mine. They're so cute. Lovely. I'm so happy that you guys have them. <laughs> Me too. We only had to ask our landlord like four times and then threaten to leave, but it, it worked. worked. <laughs> yeah, dang. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, what do we got, Siege? You can follow us on all the things that we're talking about. Call or text us at USACAT1591. Uh, you know I took advantage of that voicemail in the last episode. Uh, email us over talking at party or over talking pod at gmail.com. Go to our website over talking party. Oh no, they're here. The over talking overlords have arrived. Of course. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. They're really scary, especially this time of year. Uh, they show up at the end of every episode. Remind me to remind you, if you like the show, please go on iTunes and write your special review. Reviews are what help people find this podcast. Also, we spend in a money in advertising. So if you like the show, please tell a friend and spread the word. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you. And because we actually know what's happening next week, oh, yeah. uh, just a heads up. If you want to get prepared for what we're going to be talking about next week, uh, we're going to be having returning guest Danny from the Double Murder Podcast back on. And we're going to be talking about Malignant. <gasps> so if you haven't seen it, go oh, to the no. theater or it's on HBO Max. So check it out and uh, tune in next week. I just watched it. It is a wild ride. You don't want to miss it. Wow. Absolutely. Bye. Spooky season is here. This episode of the Over Talking Podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. Special guest this week was Carissa. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs. <laughs> and that's the worst that one. That scared me so much. <laughs> I was kidding. There's like five seconds of nothing before it starts, so I, I thought mm-hmm, it wasn't mm-hmm. working. <laughs> that's what it wants you to think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well... <laughs> There's yeah, that. All right. <laughs>